back here. No, let me start over. Actually, for the first time ever, Wild Files coming your way. Travis and Chris here with you. Off-season antics coming your way on the uh, regular show. Travis, uh, I'm excited to dig into this. What, what are we thinking? Are we going to have some fun? Are we going to talk about ghosts and paranormal and all that good stuff tonight? We actually are. Both stories. Well, you know, we're going to see how we go on the first story. I don't want to okay. overpromise because if we go long, well, we might kick that one to the next episode. But yeah, we got a couple spooky things going on here. And uh, how about we tell everybody how they can submit their wild file? Yeah, let's start with if that. If something they're listening to tonight rings a bell or a Reminds them of a story they've had and they want to share that with us, please by all means do. You can email it at email the story to us, the typed out story at wildquincy at gmail.com. You can also give us a shout on the voicemail line at 612-666-9453. That's 612-666-WILD. And if you want to even go above and beyond, if you want to be like the extra credit people out there in, in, the, in the front of the class, right, you can record it on your voice, uh, like a voice memo app on your phone, and then you can email that to wildquincy at gmail.com. That's like... Holy grail if you can do that. But we'll take whatever you give us. We're not picky. Right. But let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. So so uh, I'm coming into this one cold, uh, so I have no idea what we're going to get into. So I'm with you guys listening to this uh, with Travis for the first time. So Travis, what is our first wildfire? Okay, we're calling this one Museum Encounters, Chris. This is from Nancy B. We appreciate the submission. Here we go. Two things happened to me at work that I still cannot explain to this day. One happened several years ago, and one happened within the last year. The first incident. I had just got all the lights on at the museum and rooms ready for the tour day when a volunteer asked me to get her car under the portico for her. It was winter, and our driveway can be a bit rough during the season. Anyways... I come back from getting in her vehicle, and every single barrier rope was down. They were all up when I left five minutes before. There is no way the volunteers could have done it. So that's our very own Quincy Museum right here. Something freaky with the ropes. We got another story from Nancy here. Okay, same same museum again? Same situation, just a different experience here. The second and most recent incident... I was leaving work, walking down what were the servant stairs, and I heard a woman say, Hello, clear as day in my ear. There wasn't anyone else here. I said, Bye, and ran out of the building. The story goes (laughs) that there is a little girl here that is a trickster. I believe it. Those are just some of my experiences. There are way more. Sometimes our patrons will ask about someone or something, and nothing or no one is actually there. So mm. the Quincy Museum, Chris, I think I think you've had a few experiences there, haven't you? Or attempted to get yeah. some experiences? Uh, What's your history? Well, I was actually just looking it up while you were we were trying where you were talking about that because I was trying to get the exact date on when I did that. Um, but we we investigated that for a Grizzleween episode, and um, I'm going to say it was probably like eh, like twelve, thirteen, thousand fourteen, somewhere around that. We didn't really have any experiences except for one, and we were and you guys kind of if you've been through the museum, I know you know I went through it as a kid, and then. You know, did this as a go when I was ghost hunting, but um, 
um, we were sitting in the base. So you remember the grand staircase that kind of oh, goes sure. both sides Beautiful. and then goes up the steps? Yeah, it's awesome. Well, anyway, down at the bottom, they have this bench that you can sit at. And we were all sitting down there. It was like 4.30 in the morning. It was super early in the morning. And I was having a discussion. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember coming here as a kid and, and all this stuff. And anyway, we got one EVP where it actually says my says my name uh so there was actually a, a a spirit that said my name and we got it on the recording so really? it was like something like chris yeah it was, it was really crazy but um yeah so that was my one experience unfortunately we didn't have really much more than that but i would have to say that we spent time in the basement there we spent time on the third floor where the archives are at um so that place is so cool anytime you get a chance to check out the quincy museum got to give them some love because they got some cool stuff there for sure yeah let me tell you a little bit about the uh i found on the quincy museum's website a little bit about the actual mansion itself it was a uh, actually it's made of uh berea sandstone and it's the uh, romanesque revival style and it was uh it was named for or i will i'll skip around here a little bit but uh it, the actual sandstone was mined from an ohio area kind of near cleveland and I mean, I, I'm trying to find the bedroom count here. It's something insane. Uh, I don't see it right in front of me, but I, I think it's it's fourteen uh, fourteen thousand square feet of living space on three floors, and then twenty two hundred hmm. square feet of usable space in the attic, and forty six hundred in the basement, with a total of twenty thousand eight hundred square feet. So that, I mean, this is a behemoth of a house. And there was a lot of, uh, you know, I don't have a lot of the, the information in front of me right now, but there was a lot of kind of family drama, is my understanding, back in the Newcomb Stillwell days. I think it was a father and a son-in-law went round and round occasionally about uh, mm. the ownership. So it sounded like there was a little drama in that house. So who mm. knows uh, what kind of... Uh, what kind of uh, effects may be lingering from the past? Well, and and we're, we're talking Main Street of Quincy. I mean, what house probably isn't haunted on Main Street in Quincy? Especially you go from like, say, you know, ninth uh, to to twentieth. I mean, practically all those houses are more than a hundred years old now. Uh, so uh, there's probably a lot of stories being said in those houses. But yeah, Quincy Museum is such a cool place, and I wish we had more evidence. And and we just never really got a whole lot out of that. So, but uh, but you know, if you got somebody like Nancy who's spending practically every day there, she works there. Um, you know, you're gonna have those experiences happen. And, and and let's talk about the experience a little bit, actually, because you know, having something like that happen to where all these we're talking about like the the red velvet ropes i'm guessing right is I, that what i we're believe talking about? so yeah i i can't recall i was just in there not too long ago with the kids for the first time they mm. loved it by the way and you'll throw back to an earlier wild quincy episode the uh the uh, ellington stone itself yeah, is there I, on, I think the second or third floor and i got a good look at that i was really getting down and dirty in the details um but uh, no, it's a, it's a beautiful place. And so, what do you think? I I, I was there. I got a, my own little personal story, real quick here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, it could have been eight, nine years ago, maybe, probably more. Eleven, twelve years ago, there was like a little ghost tour they put on in Quincy, where you got on a bus and went around. Uh, I think we went to the Villa Catherine, the Quincy Museum, and maybe uh, maybe Woodland Cemetery or something. I forget who oh. organized it. And so everybody got dowsing rods when we went into the museum, right? And uh, I, I, it's fun. Dowsing rods are fun. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much stock I put in them from a paranormal aspect. Right. But, I mean, sure enough, there was one room particular where, where they crossed. 
and that was the gift shop, hmm. which is said to be the room in which I believe uh, Richard Newcomb, the the namesake of the the the, the ma- mansion, I believe that's his, was his bedroom, and that's where he died. So. That or maybe there's a water pipe running right underneath it. I don't know. So I mean, <laughs> you might have been able to hit some water. So, yeah, so it's yeah, a, yeah. So, but I tell yeah, you what, well. I, I don't know that that sensation of those those uh, dowsing rods crossing is pretty interesting, regardless of what's causing it. But uh, I think I think at one point Richard and I forget what his uh, the son-in-law's name was, but they had a fight down on the first floor, and. Either Richard or the son threw the other one through a window, apparently. Oh, my god! It's a story I heard, and this is a story I've heard years ago, so somebody might have to fact-check me on that. But, uh, boy, I mean, that house has seen a lot. At one point, it was a dormitory, I think, for uh, QU. Oh, right. uh, I think it was a girl's dormitory, maybe? I can't remember 100%. Mm. But it's seen a lot of different stuff in, in history. What do you make of the sandstone? I know we talk a lot about, when it comes to ghost stuff, Limestone. limestone, yeah. What do you? Right. What, is there anything you can give us wisdom-wise on sandstone and the effects of, you know, a quartz? Really. Or I, I really don't know if there's any quartz content. Well, sand, no, there wouldn't be. I, don't, I mean, I my my third grade geology background <laughs> is about as far to tell you is there wouldn't be a quartz. Uh, I wouldn't think to sandstone. Sandstone's its own. You know, gosh, I would love. I just sent Julie Angel a text just a couple days ago. Uh, no, I don't think there's going to be any values. I've never heard of sandstone being a thing. So, but you know, we, we could just go this step further. And if you did have dowsing rods that crossed over and you had water that was running underneath, that that's a conductor of a paranormal. So you never know. That's true. That's know. true. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm doing a little googling here real fast, trying to see if there's anything coming to the surface on sandstone. And, uh, while you're doing that, real yeah. quick, uh, is the Newcomb you're talking about the same Newcomb that owned Newcomb Hotel, or that's named after Newcomb Hotel? You know, I'm not a hundred percent sure, Chris. To be real honest with you, mm. uh, I don't know a lot of history on the Newcomb Hotel. Yeah, we might have to like, dig yeah. into that. So. I think that that might be hovering around on the list somewhere for future episodes. Yeah, yeah but, for uh, sure. Uh, it, definitely. Something it to wouldn't cover. surprise me if it was, but I can't say that for a fact. I'm sure somebody out there knows more than we do, and they can. Let us know the the reality of the situation, but who knows? So, I mean, it sounds like from a paranormal aspect, if you want to break this down, um, the fact that it called your name, Chris, when you were there, Mm -hmm. and the fact that it seemed to call out to Nancy in the second incident there when it said hello. Yeah. That kind of reeks of uh, more of an intelligent haunt. Oh, for sure. As as opposed to just the... uh, the uh, residual. residual. Thank you. I was losing mm-hmm. my vocabulary there, which is just kind of a loop in the stone tape theory, so to speak, of uh, right. looping in time over and over, not conscious of anything. So yeah. I, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people have some stories about the hotel. Nancy's got some more. We hope we hear some more from her. Um, well, Nancy, we could always have a wild Quincy uh, ghost uh, outing at uh, you know at the museum. I yeah, just, we'll see. What, we'll see what happens for that. We'll see what happens. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's our next. Maybe that's our next uh, Halloween episode right there. As we uh, we uh, visit Quincy Museum once again. That'd be kind of fun. We'll so. put the feelers out and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So, so you said you had two of them. I do. So, what what do we want to talk about on this uh, second half of our wild files? Okay, I in, I'm calling this one. It's a submission from KDS, and I'm calling this one Riverfront Freakout, Chris. Oh, it's That's not right. it's not the Levy Walkers, which by the way. 
Oh. I have my Levy Walker Survivor Club shirt on tonight. You're repping some sweet merch, and if you if you yeah. want a little hankering in some some cute or some Q Town centric merch yourself, jump over to the website. We got a link to the merch store, wildquincy.com. Lots to choose from. A few other Ghost yeah. Hollow shirts, pretty new. The Levy Walker's a yeah. classic. Uh, some good stuff, and uh, feeling the fabric of that shirt seems pretty pretty decent there, Chris. Huh? They're Gildan shirts now. They've upgraded, so Ooh. we've actually seen an improvement with our our supplier of what they're what they're producing. And so I've always been a fan of the Gildan shirts. So I got two of them. I got like you said, the Levy Walker shirt, which I'm wearing right now, and then also I got the sweet Ghost Hollow sign. It says 24th and Ghost Hollow. It's the sign. It's super sick. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Uh, go to our website, check it out. Uh, that was a shameless plug. Let's move on to the next wildfire. All all right, Riverfront Freakout, Chris. Not the Levy Walker. We're talking about okay. a different place downtown. Uh, many years ago, I'm, I'm jumping straight in here. Many years yeah, ago, go before becoming a wife and a mom, I briefly bartended at Johnny Bang Bangs, which was the old backwaters at 138 North Front Street. In my onboarding days, my trainer told me right off the bat, this place is haunted. Hmm. It would be a while before she would elaborate. And I experienced a few unsettling things before she finally shared her story, too. During the day, it was alright. But at night, there's no doubt it was creepy as heck. I worked random days when no one was there. Now, this is a huge building. Uh, three floors and a penthouse apartment above that, too, that was owned by the bar owners, as well as was used for private parties. It would be just me and the kitchen guy, and we could see each other the whole time, and we'd hear doors in the upper room slam and shut, and the service bell would just ring, and no one was there. Cool. Yeah, pretty pretty, pretty interesting, right? Well, here's a little bit more. My trainer story was the creepiest, though. There were two bars, one on the main floor, and the second floor as well. She said she was closing the building all by herself on the main floor. This was about 1.30 in the morning after clearing the building out. She was counting money and heard a chair scrape across the floor above her. She said it wasn't just a little scoot. It was a long, drawn-out scrape. It was so loud and clear she assumed someone was in the building. She locked herself in the office and called the cops. They came there and no one was locked. It was else hmm. was in the building, the locked building. No one else was in there. You know, even, ju even just retelling the story, I get chills. It was a very weird place. We would have to turn the breaker off at night and then walk through a pitch black building oh, to the second so floor to exit for the night. I would turn on Christian music loud and my phone's <laughs> flashlight and run for dear life. I didn't work there long. Just a very off-putting energy. Chris, what do you what do you know about backwaters at the Johnny so, Bang Bangs? Let, let's. I, I've never really processed this. I've only been there a few times when it was backwaters, and but I will tell you the times that I've been there, it just has the feeling of somebody staring at you from behind. Am I am I making that up? Am I imagining that? No, there's so many dark little crevices yeah. and corners, and and that open, you know, just that open floor plan mm -hmm. with the stage and the the you know the yep. seating. It just there's all this open space, and you could just man, I could just see somebody peeking over one of the railings yeah. on the the second or third floor, right? Um, I tell you, it does have the creeps. That it's a creepy building. 
And did we get? I'm sorry. Did you say what the name was? What's the? What's did she give a name? Yeah. Do we K- have a name? Yeah, Katie. Uh, Katie. S. Katie. Uh-huh. Okay. Katie. S. Okay. So, so uh, first of all, Katie, thank you so much. That's a yes. really cool submission. But you know, one of the things I do want to that I do want to point out is that again, and I've said this before, is that when you hear about paranormal stories, you always hear about stuff that's always like normal, like you know stuff like i don't know just weird stuff right this is a unique story like to hear a chair screech and going along the floor and 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 seeing it in that building that's that's pretty cool and then to top that off you have to walk through a completely pitch dark building i mean that's hardcore Uh, you have to like throw the breaker right i mean that's just like you walk out that moment that breaker flips you're like the the race is on to get out that door right yeah, yeah. Ooh. It's like it's like not looking back when you're going up the stairs when it's dark behind you can, because you think somebody's following. Can you, you imagine like yeah. if you were to hear like footsteps like behind oh, you? Oh, oh my gosh! Lord. And probably, I mean, if it's you know, it's let's say ten feet. Well, if it was Backwaters days, that we're looking close to One, twenty years now. Yeah, yeah. It um, it, it actually opened. Uh, the building was refurbished and opened for the first time as Backwaters uh, in two thousand one. So and when did? So Johnny Bang Bangs, do we have a? Was that after Backwaters? Yeah, I believe I believe the order was Backwaters. Then it was bought out by a local uh, group of people and renamed Johnny Bang Bangs. I don't know exactly how long it was open as Johnny Bang Bangs, and I can't remember if there was if there was something be- between Johnny Bang Bangs and the. Uh, oh, I'm blanking at the name. the The wing place that, that just oh chicks. No, no, chicks not chicks. Not chicks. It's uh, um, they're going to oh, Hannibal. Yeah. They're going to Hannibal. I'm blanking yeah. on the name. Wings, wings, something. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, everyone but knows. No, there I mean. was, there was, there was a few in there, and then for a long time, if I remember right, it was nothing. Like it was closed for a while there. But backwater seemed to have a little bit, especially that was in our, you know, coming out of high school, going, you know, into our 20s, and you know, right in that area is when that was. That was kind of going, and that was kicking. And I, I remember going to a couple, uh, couple uh, comedy shows there that they had. So it's, yeah, it was I mean, it was Native Wings most recently. It just, Native yeah, Wings, it just hit yes. Me. yes. There you go. Everyone was so, screaming it at their at their phones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, uh, but uh, what a cool story! That's a that's an awesome story to hear uh, about the about some of that, and that's something we've never really gotten any. No, uh, you know stories like that. Uh, so that's pretty pretty neat. Yeah, um, that kind of reminds me reminds me a story. I, I let me throw my own wild fowl in real quick. I, I do know of one story that happened. I don't know the name of the family, uh, but uh, it did happen here in Quincy. Is that uh, there was a death? You might have heard this one. There was death in the family, and the exact second that the person died, the clock fell off the no, the family portrait fell off the wall. That's what happened. Yeah. What? Gosh, what was that? We've talked about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, it was a, uh, a family that that I knew grew on, uh, growing up, and they and that it was the specific house where that and I was in that house, and I think it was so funny because I remember playing pool in the basement of that house not knowing it was haunted when i was playing pool in it uh but it always had that weird feeling like somebody was watching you from the back corner oh, of the right? basement i was probably like 12 at the time or something like that uh but yeah that was the family that they had like a, a like a grandparent pass away and the exact minute they passed away the family portrait Ooh, fell on the ground that's yeah that's so, boy that's like kind of symbolic because how many times have I mean I don't know if this this has been the case in your family, but I think in a lot of families that that 
grand the grandparents are kind of the glue sometimes that yeah. holds the family sure. together. And sometimes when they die, and unfortunately, you know, cousins and and those family members just kind of drift away. I've seen some right. of that, unfortunately. Um, but boy, that's pretty symbolic of how how they really can be the glue that yeah. holds together yeah. that family unit. But yeah, uh, and those are the type of stories. By the way, we're still looking for more wild files. Yes, uh, those are the type of stories that those those family stories that you want to pass along. You know, something I'm really eager about, and I'm hoping that we grab something before we start the next season has to do with like. I kind of curious about like family heirlooms. Like, like, tell me about some crazy stuff that your family has. Like, is somebody holding on to like, uh, you know, Hitler, one of Hitler's guns <laughs> or something crazy like that? Because you, I know, laughed, dude, but you're right. You never know. You know that there's somebody in the city of Quincy that has something like that, right? Oh, there's got to sure. be some weird stuff out there. So if you know about that, send that our way because that is something. Obviously, we're talking paranormal this episode, but boy, it'd be cool to get into some crazy stuff like that. Ooh, I'd love to hear that too chris you know you yeah. know what bugs me though about the backwaters thing is i mm-hmm. did some digging trying to figure out what the history of that place is um and i boy i keep running into brick walls i don't have a, a strong sense i did uncover that it looks like at one point and this is way back in the day it was frederick Heidel. oh that's a good old german name frederick hide <laughs> uh, breeders saloon was oh. on the ground floor and i think it's 138 north front street which i believe was the yeah the same address so that'd be the right address so it was on the ground so there was a saloon on okay. the, the main floor it appears if i'm assuming it's the same building i could be wrong it's just kind of hard to find a lot of information on that address but it was called the George Rupp Building, if that is the same building that's still what we currently know as uh, the old Native Wings Building, the Backwaters, Johnny Bing Bangs. But, you know, a rowdy town like Quincy back in the Rivertown days and a saloon, I mean, you got to wonder what happened. I mean, there's, I'm sure there were some scuffles. I'm sure there were some shady, shady characters in there. So who knows who's still kicking around looking for a drink every once in a while. But... Uh, I'd be curious to know when they were renovating that building if they if they ever had wild encounters because that's always the story I've heard, Chris, and maybe you can share your own experiences. But I've heard lots of times when people start renovating old buildings, um, that can oh, stir sure. some stuff up, right? Oh yeah, oh for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's the, for some reason one that comes to mind is there was a uh, a place down in. Um, jerseyville illinois that we investigated and they had some crazy stuff happening when they did some remodeling in that in that in that big mansion that they had um but i want to go back real quick to kind of wrap things up though in this is that the with the backwaters thing in that building just by the way it's designed it almost makes you think at some point in time it had to be some sort of manufacturing some sort of warehouse or something and that open area was some sort of like equipment or boiler or something to have that sort of wide open space. Well, I don't know if it ever, I don't know if it was always like that. I kind of have, I think that might've been part of the remodel is to have that big open floor plan where that goes through Hmm. all the floors. I could be wrong. It definitely doesn't make sense. I mean, it could be anything and it could be a, could be apartments it could have been i mean there's a lot of which makes you think though if there's paranormal stuff going on there let's just say it was apartments or something like that who knows if we could do a search real quick on archives and find something that says that address that somebody was murdered in that building yeah i did a little digging on that address and didn't you know didn't find a lot it wasn't the most thorough search i've ever done Mm -hmm. but uh yeah nothing nothing was a quick find not to say it didn't happen i just didn't have much luck but uh, no, it's I boy. I hope 
hope something else can make it make it work down there because that's such an amazing property. Yeah, and uh, I, I know there's a lot of local Quincy people that have some experience and probably know the people that rehabbed it and turned it into Johnny Bang Bangs. Um, so, yeah, if you guys have some stories about weird stuff you encountered, let us know. We want to hear about it. I'm looking at Google satellite image and right next to it is the city of Quincy water treatment yeah. stuff. Yeah. So there's a lot of water Ooh, that's moving that's around in point, that area. Chris. Yeah. You know, that's and it, it's that, right I mean, on the bluffs there. Mm-hmm. It's right next to the river too. I mean, Ooh. not only do you have like the water treatment plant next door, that has got continuously running water, but then you have the river next to you and that you get these limestone bluffs. Yeah. That of course, the limestone with the, the quartz contents, the energy potentially, being stored somehow in, in the yeah. quartz as well as the water being what a lot of people consider in the paranormal world to be a conduit uh kind of a yeah yeah basically so right? running water creates positive ions and there's always been a, or maybe it's negative ions one of the ions anyway so and that's always been a, a indication or a possibility that that helps uh spirits be able to like you know right uh, produce and, and, and manifest and, and do stuff. So, um, yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of theories. There's a potential down there. So kind of, it's kind of cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyway, Travis, uh, some good wild files to get us started. Uh, we'll have some more of those coming up. I believe we got a few more in, on deck before we get the season five starter. Correct. Yeah. We got at least maybe another uh, couple episodes here before we start talking about the next season, the shows, but just one more yeah. time, if you would, we hope, that you will uh, maybe have some bells ring in your head after hearing these stories or hearing about possible family heirlooms. Let us hear about it. We want to know. We want to share your cool stories. Once again, email us at wildquincy at gmail.com. You can type it out. You can record it on a voice memo app on your phone and send it to us. Or just call us on the uh, hotline 612-666-9453. We'd love to hear what you got to say. This is fun to share this stuff. We love hearing it from you guys. So thank you for those who submitted stories. Absolutely. Uh, Thanks again to uh, the two that submitted. We'll be looking forward to your guys' down the road. But for Travis, I'm Chris. You've been listening to the off-season Wild Files. We'll have more coming your way here on Wild Quincy before the start of Season 5. So, uh, Travis, let's call it a day. Hey, keep it wild, everybody, and take care.